And when you open up that letter that you wrote to yourself, you can be like, damn, I accomplished all of this and more. And you can celebrate even bigger. What's up, babe? Welcome to Boldly Courageous, a podcast created for you, the ambitious woman who is ready to take action and step fully into the life you've always dreamed of. I'm your host, Melissa Martin, and each week I will be your virtual wingwoman as you gain the tools and confidence to face your fears head on. The time is now, and this is your permission slip to live your boldly courageous life. Are you ready, babe? Let's do this. Welcome back to the Boldly Courageous podcast, and I am sending you all of the love today if you are listening when this podcast drops live. It is Christmas Day, and whether you celebrate Christmas or something else, I am just sending you all the love and the blessings and happy wishes for an amazing day of reflection and celebration and gratitude and giving and receiving and I was going to record something completely different today. I originally was going to record a podcast all about relationships and how they all have an expiration date. I was inspired by the anniversary of my sister's passing 20 years ago. And in the last solo episode I did, I referenced that in this episode, I would be sharing a little bit more about that. However, This is the last solo episode for 2020. Like, holy fuck, how did that even happen? Like, how is it the last Friday of the year? (laughs) Um, So I was really sitting in it and I was feeling that this episode that I'm going to share with you felt a little bit more timely and a little bit more appropriate given the fact that next week is going to be New Year's and next Friday when I release my solo episodes will be January 1st. So I wanted to share with you some things about my traditions and what you can do when it comes to resolutions and setting goals for the next year. And before we do that, I just want to take a moment to express my deep, deep gratitude for you being here. I know that there are thousands and thousands of podcasts and content creators and different media outlets for you to tune into, to align your energy with, to spend your time with. And the fact that you are here means so much to me. I can't even put it into words. And I was reflecting back today before I hit record, just looking at the numbers and guys, Boldly Courageous has reached 41 countries. Like what? (laughs) I'm literally speechless. I am so deeply humbled that I get to serve in this way. 21,000 downloads since we launched together in May. And it's truly like a pinch me moment as I sit here and think about reflection and looking back at 2020 and what I've learned, what I'm celebrating, what I'm releasing and what I'm letting go of. And this podcast is one of my greatest accomplishments. So the fact that you're here and on this journey side by side with me is the greatest gift that I could receive. So thank you. Thank you so much for sharing. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your feedback. I love you and I'm grateful. Now, New Year's Eve is coming up. And I know for a lot of people, it can bring up some feelings, right? Like this idea of a reset, this like fictitious start and end date where all of the 
old behaviors fall away and all of the new behaviors start and this new version of us, this version of us that has been sitting inside and wanting to come out starts to emerge. And it is our nature for the most part in our society to write out this incredible list of New Year's resolutions and press reset and day one is the day, right? And we go into New Year's with all of these hopes and these dreams and these intentions and these goals. And I don't know about you, but for me, by week six, I'm back into my old habits. And I'm like, well, I'm feeling pretty shitty about myself. I didn't do any of the things I said I was going to do. It was way harder than I thought. I feel unfocused. There's Maybe I was a little over my ski tips and thinking I could accomplish all of that. And I just fall right back into old habits. Anybody else out there feel that way? So there are some things that I wanted to share that I think will help you navigate a new season, set some intentions and some goals and actually set you up for success and have a plan. So this is one of those episodes that you're going to want to save. You're going to want to bookmark. You're going to want to grab a notebook and a pen and come back to time and time again, because there's some really great journal prompts and some questions that you can ask yourself. And also New Year's Eve is not like this mystical, magical transformation point, okay? I just want you to know that every day gets to be day one. If you wanna do this every 90 days, you can do that. You don't have to wait until January 1, and you can do this as many times as you want. Some of these practices I actually do in the beginning of every single month. Some of them I do every quarter, some of them I do every year. There's no right or wrong to this, and you can take from this what you want that feels really good, and you can, you know, move on with the rest of it if it doesn't align. Okay, so the first sort of half of this podcast episode is going to be about actual things that you can do on New Year's Eve and New Year's Day to set a really powerful intention and foundation. Now, if you've been here for a little while, or if you're new, hi, I am very spiritual. I believe in rituals. I believe in intention and symbolism and the energy behind everything that we do. So a lot of this that I'm going to share is rooted in that because I believe that there's power in it. I believe that when we can root into a ritual, it allows us to shift energy in a much bigger way. And I find that results come much quicker and things can actually stick and stay. So for me, New Year's doesn't look like it used to, you know, the traditional going out and partying, staying up till midnight, the ball dropping, getting drunk, taking lots of selfies, cute outfits, all that stuff is fun. And it's fine if that's where you're at in life. And that's what feels good for you when it comes to celebrating. But for me, New Year's is all about setting the intention and creating space for everything that I want to co-create in the next year. And it's also a really special time to reflect back and to ground in and to celebrate ourselves. And so I don't enjoy going out and getting drunk and waking up the next morning and feeling hungover and kind of exhausted. For me, I already feel like I'm behind. And December, well, really everything from Thanksgiving through December is a season of celebration. So I feel like I get a lot of that out of my system between Christmas parties, my birthday's the day after Christmas. So I celebrate a lot with friends and family. So I kind of feel like I get the celebration part out of my system so that when New Year's comes, I'm ready to anchor. I'm ready to sit in and really go inward and just do some of these rituals. So for the first first kind of thing is I don't go out. 
I do enough celebrating over the holidays. So what I do is I like to set the mood for an evening of deep celebration. So that might look like lighting some candles, ordering some really yummy, delicious food or cooking like a fancy meal. I might get dressed up or put on my cozies. I might celebrate with a really nice bottle of wine or a fancy, you know, bottle of champagne, put on some great music, grab a journal, grab a notebook or a pen, and really just get into this energy of supported celebration that just feels high vibe and feels really good. And, you know, you don't have to actually do this at home. Like maybe you want to go to a fancy pants hotel and be in the energy of luxury or a nice Airbnb. That's totally fine if your home space doesn't feel conducive to the energy that you want to create. But I think that you can create the space anywhere. And then I love to get a calendar out or even scroll through my Instagram or my phone and start to reflect back on what was the best part of the year. Like you can even go month by month and start to think about like, okay, what was the most amazing thing that happened last January? What am I celebrating? What are the greatest accomplishments? What were the amazing things that happened this year? And if you have friends, you can do this with girlfriends, right? I mean, you could totally make this almost a retreat style, New Year's Eve kind of slumber party thing, or you could do it with your partner, whatever feels best for you. But I think it's so fun to just kind of sit and go around person by person and just celebrate each other. Like, what did you learn this year? What were your biggest accomplishments? What can I celebrate you for? And really reflect on that. And then on the flip side, reflect on what you could have done differently. What were the maybe the most difficult, challenging lessons. And I know for a lot of us, myself included, 2020 was full of some serious motherfucking lessons. Am I right? Or am I right? (laughs) So what could you have done differently? What was the biggest lesson that you learned? Because even though this year life may have thrown you some curveballs that were completely out of your control, what you can control is how you respond. And what you can control is the thoughts and the beliefs that come up. So as you're sitting here and kind of reflecting, what would you have done differently? And then from there, I love to get into a quiet space of reflection and really feel into what are the things that are no longer serving me that I truly wish to leave behind? That might be letting go of limiting beliefs. That might be relationships. That might be a job. That might be a habit that's no longer serving you. I actually heard this question on a podcast with my friends and mentors, Chris and Lori Harder. And uh, Lori was going through some, some questions that she asked. And one of them was, what are you pretending not to know. And I was like, oh, that's a good one. So when you sit in here and you're thinking about what it is that you want to let go of that you don't want to bring into the new year, can you start writing that down and let yourself cry, give yourself space to process. You know, if you are doing this with a group of people, maybe you each go off into your own space and just kind of sit in and you can come back together and you can talk about it. You don't have to. Um, and kind of speak it out loud. But the next thing is a burn ceremony. So you want to take all of those things that you want to leave behind and send it love, send that list love and gratitude, because whatever it was, it supported you up until this point, right? If it's a bad habit, if it's a person, if it was an experience, a limiting belief, on some level, this 
thing that you choose to leave behind came into your life to teach you a lesson. And even though it's time to release it, you can release it with love and compassion. So I like to rip it up and then put it in something that's safe and burn it. You know, so make sure that you are using safety in the home or outside if you are using fire. And I like to just burn it and release it. Say la vie, goodbye, thank you, and create space for what is to come. So then the last thing I love to do on New Year's Eve is to sit down and write a letter as if it is New Year's Eve 2021. And in this letter, I am imagining that I'm sitting down on New Year's Eve 2021, a year from now, and I'm writing down and reflecting on all of the amazing things that happened in this past year. So I'm future tripping here, right? So it might be, wow, I'm, you know, 2021 was such a powerful year of growth. I bought my first income property and I was able to travel and I met my king and I, you know, my business grew and, you know, whatever, whatever it is, that's really like exciting for you. If you could imagine sitting down a year from now and reflecting back on everything you accomplished and how incredible your year was, what happened, what energy were you in, write it down and then fold it up into a little piece of paper and put it somewhere safe, maybe in a special box, in a little keepsake area and tuck it away until New Year's Eve 2021. So I love this exercise because what you'll do is on New Year's Eve 2021, when you're going through this process and this ritual, you actually get to open the letter that you wrote to yourself and reflect on what you actually accomplished, what things surprised you, and maybe even notice there might have been things on that list that you wanted and you wished would have happened. And maybe something completely different did. And maybe your unanswered prayer actually turned out to be even better, right? I think there's a country song by Garth Brooks and it goes, sometimes God's greatest wish is unanswered prayers because sometimes the things that we think we want are not actually what is for our highest and greatest good. So for me this year, I already have a letter that I wrote to myself last year. I have not peaked. I haven't cheated. And I'm really, really excited to sit down and read where my mindset was at last year, because it's, I know, a lot different than it is now. And to see what I wrote and what actually came true and what new things I can manifest for 2021. So this is my New Year's Eve ritual. And I got some of this just through the years of noticing my energy and some different things. I've picked picked from a couple of different people that have shared their, their New Year's Eve um, activities and rituals. And I've kind of put together my own. And this is what I'm really excited to be doing this year on New Year's Eve. The second part of this is how to set New Year's resolutions. So maybe this is something you do the next morning. You wake up nice and fresh. I like to wake up I don't typically set an alarm clock, but I I'll wake up, you know, whenever my body wants to, I will sit in a moment of gratitude. I get right into my morning practice, drink some hot water with lemon. I sit in silence. I meditate, I journal, I pray, I say gratitudes and then get into some movement. Cause that's just how I like to start my day. And from here, I want to set some concrete goals 
for 2021, right? So everybody has all these New Year's resolutions and this laundry list of all the things that they want to accomplish. And they're big and they're important. And if it's on your heart, then it's for you for a reason. However, when it comes to goal setting, something that I have learned is that if you don't have laser focus on the most important things that are going to help you move your life and your business forward, then it's very difficult to actually see real results, right? Because it's hard to hit a moving target. (laughs) And without laser focus, distractions, resistance, old habits, poor boundaries, other people's agendas, all of that stuff can be the thing that derail us from our actual, our actual mission and our goal. So I'm going to share with you this exercise. I think I've shared it on the podcast before, but it's called unicorn brainstorming. And I first heard about this from a mastermind that I was in. And my girl, Lindy Schwartz talks about unicorn brainstorming a lot. And this is something that you can use with literally anything, but in respect to New Year's. I love to kind of sit down and first get into the energy of what's possible because truly anything is possible when you decide and you align your energy with it. So the first part of this is really allowing yourself to dream about what's possible and not limit yourself. You might be surprised at what actually comes up. Like I've done this before and I've surprised myself by what I've written down because I was just giving myself permission without any limiting beliefs of, oh, well, that's impossible, or there's no way that could happen because trust me, it is possible. And there is a big way that it could happen. So unicorn brainstorming looks like this. You start, you finish this sentence, you fill in the sentence and you, you start it with, wouldn't it be cool if, and then you fill in the blank. And in, in the context of this, you want to write down all of the things that you would want to accomplish in 2021 as your new year's resolutions. So wouldn't it be cool if I bought my first income property? Wouldn't it be cool if I had positive net worth? Wouldn't it be cool if I could give 10% to charity? Wouldn't it be cool if I helped 100 women earn a million dollars, right? I mean, literally write, wouldn't it be cool if I hung out with Jay-Z and Beyonce? Wouldn't it be cool if I actually got to travel this year? Wouldn't it be cool if I took my mom on an all expense paid trip? Whatever comes to mind, let yourself go. Let yourself dream. Let yourself be as unrealistic as possible. And take some time, get at least 20. If you can get more than 20, that's amazing. 10 is going to feel hard. It might seem easy, but trust me, our brains are tricky and they like to limit us. So get a, get a list down of at least 20. And once you have your list, one by one, you're going to read through and I want you to start drawing a line through each item one by one. Or if you don't want to draw a line, if that doesn't feel good, just put an X next to them. One by one, you have to start canceling out an item by an item until you whittle it all the way down to five. If you can get to just three, that's even better. But I know how hard it is to kind of like feel like you're crossing off your dreams. And that's why I don't, I actually don't put a line through it. I just put a little X because I believe that everything is possible. However, if you don't focus your energy, nothing is going to happen. I can promise you that. So if you can get it to three, that's amazing. If not, get it to five and then really sit and look at those three to five things and put them in order of importance. If you could only choose one 
what would be the number one thing that you want to accomplish in 2021? Like if you didn't do this thing, you would feel like you're dying a slow death and stack rank them one through five or one through three. This is your focus for the year. This is where you start to dial in and have major, major focus. Now, it's not to say that other things aren't going to happen, but this allows you to put all of your energy and your intention behind this one, one area, one thing that is really going to move the needle for you in all areas of your life and help you to feel so focused, so clear, so accomplished that even if you falter a little bit. Even if you waver, you come back to your North Star because you know exactly where you're going. And this lets you know that this is what is most important to you. This is the thing that means more than anything. So here's your focus for the year. Now that you have these things, you want to start working backwards and really, really, really get clear on this thing and this goal that you want to accomplish and start asking yourself some really powerful questions. And you can answer these questions for each one. Start with the first thing that's most important and then move on to the second and the third. And I like to sit and really get clear on all of this so that I know exactly how to take action. I'm not just flying by the seat of my pants and hope is not a strategy, guys. You can't just say, oh, I hope it works out. That's bullshit. And that's not a strategy. You need a clear plan. So number one is what skill set must I learn in order for this to be a true accomplishment, what skill set do I need to learn? Number two is re what resources will I need to gain? So resources could look like money. It could look like people. It could look like, you know, physical things, whatever. So what resources will I need to gain? Who do I need to know and connect with? This is a huge one. You, my, my mentor, Chris, always says you're one introduction or one connection away from a breakthrough in your business. And that is so true. Relationship capital to me is everything. So who do you need to know and who do you need to connect with in order for this thing that you're setting, this resolution, this goal to come to fruition? What systems do I need to put in place in order for this to happen? So that could be a better childcare system. That could be a better strategy and structure at home. That might be a system in your business. So what systems do you need to put in place in order for this to happen? How much money will I need, right? If it's buying a home, well, what's your budget and how much are you going to need to save? If it's starting a business, if it's hiring a coach, like what, how much money am I going to need and how can I get it? Like I've done so many podcast episodes on how to get resourceful. You can just scroll back. There's so many. What boundaries do I need to set? This is a mega, mega, huge master like question, because I'll tell you what, Go back and listen to my podcast episode with Lori Harder. It was the first interview that I ever did. And she talks about how yes is a drug. When you have a big vision for your life, you have to say no to people. You have to set boundaries. You have to get so laser focused on the thing that you want. Otherwise, you start leaking energy and you leak time. And before you know it, you're like, shit, it's June. And that thing that I said that I wanted to do, I haven't created space for. And you are the one that's ultimately in control of that. So what boundaries do you need to set? Who do I need to become in order to achieve this? Oh, such a good question. I've done a lot of podcast episodes on tapping into your future self. And let me tell you what, it's going to be very hard for you to accomplish big, scary goals if you are operating from the past version of you. So sometimes hitting these New Year's resolutions requires you to become 
the higher version of you, a new, evolved, more focused, more disciplined, whatever you, whatever adjective you want to use to describe yourself version of you. It's time to step up. What could potentially sabotage this thing from happening? Ooh, so good. It could be people in your life. It could be a limiting belief. It could be your job. So knowing what could be roadblocks to your success or what could potentially sabotage you allows you to put in a plan in place in case that happens so you are prepared. What support system will I need? Support is everything, right? So if the people in your life right now don't align with the new vision that you're creating, that is 100% okay. It doesn't mean that you're not friends with them. It doesn't mean that you don't love them. However, it might mean that you need to get around some new people. You need to get yourself in a community or a container or a space or a system that will actually support the growth and the goals and the vision that you have because this is 2021, right? It's time to make shit happen. And what is a realistic time frame for me to reach this goal based on the life I currently live? Such a good question. So important for you to reflect on, is this realistic, right? It's great to say, oh, I want to earn my first million in the first half of the year, but you haven't even started your business yet. Is it possible? Yes. But you have to also look at what is your lifestyle like? Do you work a full-time job? Do you have children? Are you married? Are you single? Do you travel a lot? Are you sick? Are you healthy? Are you taking care of a loved one? Like, what does your day-to-day look like? And based on that, what is a realistic time frame for you to accomplish these goals? And this will give you such a solid framework of how you can actually set yourself up for success. This is kind of like laying the foundation for these three to five things that you really want to focus your energy on. And then from here, we get even more granular, right? So when do you want to accomplish these things by? You want to get a calendar out and you want to start planning your year. Start looking at the big things, like what are the rocks on your calendar right now that you know about? Holidays, birthdays, vacations, weddings, big trips, you know, things that have deadlines, that are going to take up time and take up space. You got to mark those things down first. And then you have to decide when do you want to accomplish each one of these things by? Is this, you know, I can accomplish it in the first 90 days of the year. It probably won't get done till summer. I want to have it done by the end of the year. And let me tell you what, if you leave it for the end of the year, it's going to take even longer than you think because how many times have you said, oh, I have a full 12 months, like I am fine. And then it's October and you're like, well, fuck, I didn't do anything that I said I was going to, and I don't have time to do it now. So I might as well just throw in the towel on this year and chalk it up to a loss and we'll just focus on next year, right? You have to put things on your calendar and start working backwards. So I like to break my year up into 90 day sprints. And then I like to break my goals down into bite-sized chunks. So if I have a goal to, let's say, buy my first investment property, well, realistically, I know what I'm going to need is time and money, right? In order to maybe get my debt to income ratio looking a little bit better. Maybe I need to pay down some debt. I need to save for a down payment. I might need to get some of my financials together. So my goal might be to 
buy my first property by September. Okay, well then what do I need to do in the first three months of the year? What do I need to do in the second three months of the year? And then the last three months of the year in order to make that goal happen. So I don't feel like I'm rushing. I don't feel like I'm unprepared and it's last minute because I've broken everything down into 90 day sprints. So in the first 90 days of the year, what do you want to have done for these bigger goals that you have? And then break it down into bite-sized chunks. Okay, month one, we're going to do this. Month two, we're going to do that. Month three, we're going to do this. And then even more granular. Okay, in month one, week one, I'm doing this. Week two, week three, week four. So that you are not guessing. Every single day you wake up with a purpose. You know exactly what it is that you're going to do. You know exactly how you're going to be supported. You have the right people in place. You have contingency plans in case you fall off the bandwagon. And you have um, people that are invested in your vision, right? Share this with your friends. Share this with the people that can hold you accountable. So you can bet that this is what I'm going to be doing this year. I'm so excited. I did some of this vision planning with my coach on our last strategy call. And as I um, move into the last week of this year, last two weeks, I'm going to be doing some of this prior to New Year's so that on New Year's, I'm already ready to rock. And I know exactly what my life objectives are, my business objectives are. And it feels really good, right? It feels good to have a plan and to have a moving target. And then you can literally go back to this exact podcast every quarter. This can actually be something that you bookmark every 90 days. And at the end of every 90 days, you can go through this exact process and check in and say, what's working? What needs to change? Am I on track? What needs to pivot? So that by the end of the year, you feel like you've made forward momentum and you don't feel like you have to start over. And when you open up that letter that you wrote to yourself, you can be like, damn, I accomplished all of this and more, and you can celebrate even bigger. So if you are feeling like you are ready to make 2021 the best motherfucking year of your life, and you are ready to focus on these three to five goals, and you know exactly the skill set you need to learn, you know the resources you need, the network, but you are not sure how to find it, then I would invite you into the Ignite Society. This is something that I have created for you specifically to move the needle forward in all areas of your life and business. I'm so big on community. I've been in masterminds, memberships, communities for the past two years, and it has literally changed my life. And I'm so grateful for the people I've met and the connections and the network that I've built. And when I reflect back on my seven years in network marketing, the thing that I wish existed is the exact thing that I'm creating, which is a really accessible container for growth and an opportunity to learn from people outside of my industry that think differently, that build business differently so that I can take these different points of view and bring them back to my team and lead. And I did that, but it took me a little while and I've invested thousands of dollars in my personal development. And I'm so excited to bring this to you for like less than a cup of coffee every single day, guys. It's so accessible to meet you exactly where you're at. So if you are in network marketing, or even if you have a business and you are feeling like you are ready for more, you want to be in a community of like-minded people. You want to learn from some of the best leaders in the industry on things like energy and how to manage your finances and selling and marketing business strategy 
then the Ignite Society membership is the place for you. So doors will officially be opening in mid-January. Stay tuned for more info. I will be um, releasing details on that very shortly, like within the next two weeks. But here's what you can expect. The Ignite Society is a monthly membership that when you gain access to it, you will receive two live trainings every single month from industry professionals. Like for example, my friend Amanda Bucci will be teaching on the entrepreneurial archetype and so that you can figure out what type of entrepreneur you are. My mentor, Chris Harder, will be teaching about money mindset and business strategy. My friend, Mike King, he's a financial planner and accountant, will be talking to you about how to run a business like a real business and the numbers that you need to know and how to manage your finances. So these are all things that I wish I knew when I started my business. So you get access to these amazing humans that are thought leaders and industry professionals in their space. Some of them have built multiple seven-figure businesses and network marketing. Some of them haven't. So every single month, you'll get two live trainings. You will also get access to a like-minded community where you can celebrate, you can share success, you can ask questions with a 100% zero recruitment policy. So you can feel safe that you and your team will not be solicited by anyone else. We are all about collaboration. We are not about competition. So I'm so excited to bring this to you. So please stay tuned for more details on that. And I love you. I am wishing you the best for a happy, healthy, prosperous holiday season. Merry Christmas, happy Hanukkah, whatever you celebrate. Thank you. I'm so grateful for you. And I can't wait to hear what your resolutions are in 2021 and witness you go out and crush your goals. And until the next episode, I will see you in 2021. Live your boldly courageous life. Bye guys. Thank you so much for living your boldly courageous life with me today. I am beyond grateful for you and this amazing community we are building together. It's truly my mission to get this message out into the world and empower others to step fully into the life they've always dreamed of. I would be so incredibly grateful if you would join me in this mission by sharing this episode with your friends and heading over to iTunes to leave me a five-star review. And until the next episode, remember to live your boldly courageous life.